0: If you're listening to this podcast, that means someday you'd like to buy a home. Wouldn't it be great to know the top five most important things in that process? Well, let's find out. I welcome, everybody. This is the How to Buy a Home podcast. I'm the How to Buy a Home guy, David Sidoni. I'm a realtor with EXP Realty. Been doing real estate since 2005. 13 years of fun in the sun here in Southern California, helping buyers and sellers get their dream of home ownership. A few months ago, I made this decision that I decided that you first-time buyers out there needed some better information. It seemed like they're not being taken care of. Well, straight up, it seems like the real estate industry was treating you like dog crap, and that's not cool. So I decided to help you out. You know, this is the biggest financial decision of your life. And most importantly, a lot of first-time buyers out there are not getting this information early, and that means that you're stuck renting, and that means you're spending tens of thousands of dollars that you don't have to spend on some landlord's extra vacation home in the Bahamas. So let's get started right into this today. I'm really excited. We're going to be doing the top five most important things. See, a couple episodes ago, I gave you my list of, of things to do, the step-by-step instructions of buying a home. We went through step-by-step 13 steps, and that was chronological in order to help you out because that's the biggest thing people always want to know. They're like, David, how do I do this? And uh, I say, well, okay, here's where you start. That's what everyone wants to know. Some of you guys might be further along in the process and that's cool. That step-by-step list ended with number 13 and number 13 had a sub list of about 25 things that I rattled off at that final and crucial part. That's when you make the offer and how that goes and then all the way through the escrow. Like I said, about 25 different things through there and each one of them is super important in buying your home. As a matter of fact, I've got to dedicate a podcast to each one of those things. So once that was completed, I tried to figure out, okay, what's next? Uh, I was going to start breaking down some of those 25. And then this morning, I opened up my email and boom, there it was from one of my favorite marketers. I subscribed to a whole bunch of different marketing pieces because I'm spending a lot of time helping people buy homes. So I can't sit around and make all the pretty graphics and the charts and the colored things to send out to uh, everybody to show them how to go through this process. So I've got a couple... Different marketing teams that send me stuff. And there it was staring me in the face. Starting the search for your dream home? Here are your top five tips. Well, I realized I gave you the step-by-step, but everywhere out there is the top fives. So what I did was uh, I took a look at that list. Number one was get pre-approved for a mortgage. All right, that's pretty good. Number two was know the differences between your must-haves and would-like-to-haves. Again, important. I agree. Number three, research and choose a neighborhood you want to live in. That one's probably up there, should be in it. Number four was pick a house style you'd love and stick to it. That's pretty good. What they're subtly saying there is stop changing your mind, Gertrude and Philip, stick with it. And then number five was document your home visits. So good list. I'm not sure I would call it my exact most important top five. So fine, here we go. I guess I have to give you a top five list to go with my step-by-step instructions. I decided to give you the most important five things in your house hunt. But before I begin, I'm gonna give you a little mini bonus list. The deal is, if I made a video or a podcast that had all the information that you needed, it would be like 70 hours long. And you'd never watch, you'd never click, you'd never listen. So although I worked very hard at creating the list and trying to break down the top five super important things, there are still several other things that you should be aware of and things beyond my super fabulous list that took me 13 years to create. 13 years of sweat and tears and blood. And Okay, it's not that bad, but I've got a little mini list for you if you want to get beyond this top five most important things. Number one, subscribe to this podcast. That's super easy. Boom. There you go. Subscribe. That way, you'll always know when something new comes up. Number two, consume this when you can. This is great bingeable stuff. You can listen to it on a walk, on a run, during your workout, on a train to work, on a bike to work. Listen to it when your significant other is challenging every possible reason that you stay with that person. Then you just grab it, put me in your ear holes, see what happens. I'm sure that'll make your relationship go perfectly. I actually learned a term the other day. It's called pod fasting. I'd never heard of that before, but it's something that I do. I didn't realize I was even doing it. This is a lot of information. Go ahead, put me in your ear holes and uh, click that button to make it one and a half times. Although sometimes I talk so quickly I might sound a little bit like a chipmunk, but zip right through it, binge this stuff. And then number three, share. Start the revolution. Maybe you have some friends that are spending too much money on brunch three times a week, but they're still complaining that their rent is too damn high. Well, good news is I agree with them. So let's help them get their own place. Then they can invite the whole gang over and serve as much avocado toast as they like. And you can sip your good quality champagne that you got from Costco or Sam's Club, but it'll be cheaper and it'll be under your own roof instead of the roof of your landlord. So in honor of all the top five lists, let's get going. Take a look online, look on uh, YouTube, look all over Pinterest, all over Google when you enter first-time homebuyer. I know I've told you to do that before, but this time do it again. And that's where you're going to find the banks and the lenders and even a few good non-salesy type people, people with real good intentions. What you'll find at the top of the Google lists is more lists, top five and top 10 mistakes and best things to do and worst things to do. So I'm going to cut through all that today and I'm going to give you the definitive top five. And then after the podcast, I'm going to write it all down and put it in a pretty little font with a cute little graphic and put it on uh, my Pinterest. And it'll be a top five. I think I'm going to call it the top five things, most important things. Let's call it the top five things you absolutely, positively, categorically have to know before you buy a home. I like that. Here we go. Number one. There is no way that a list of five things can go through all the important things that you should be aware of when you're about to make the biggest financial transaction of your entire life. Don't believe the top fives. That's number one. Forget these damn lists. I'm telling you, this is a pure marketing gimmick. And I have heard several top business minds, business coaches sell this trick to other salespeople. I'm giving you the inside scoop. I've seen tons of marketing gurus sell this hack to other salespeople. This is a trick. I've watched YouTube experts preach this ploy to other wannabe YouTubers as a surefire way to help get their subscriptions up so that they can be have so many people watching their YouTube channel that they too, just like that YouTuber, can sit home on their butt and make videos all day long, and get sponsors, and get paid to be an idiot on the internet. Now, remember, this information is coming to you from the guy who is the world's biggest dork on his own Instagram and YouTube. That's me. Check it out if you don't believe it. So please, please, please don't think that all the information that you need to know about the purchase for hundreds of thousands of dollars can be tied into a neat little list with a bow on top and some snappy words and some editing. And don't believe that all that you need to know in order for a bank to decide that they're cool to lend you a quarter of a million dollars or a half million dollars. Don't think that that is information that you can attain from a YouTuber who has experience in this field because they've been through this process four times. Oh, goodness me. You're a pro. I hate to sound so sarcastic and snotty, but... You guys know where my intentions are, and you guys know where my heart is. It's here to help you. And I am so saddened that the internet has... And I'm not one of those old men who says, you kids have such short attention span. I don't believe that. I believe that, you know what? Trust me, I click your stuff fast too. We all do it. But don't believe that when it comes to this, that you can get all that information in one quick little list. I'm going to do my best to give this to you and to share as much as I can with you. And it's all free because I care. I care that you might be going into this without the full picture. And I don't want you to take this decision lightly. All right, number two of my apparently not so real fake list to get you to listen. Oh my God, I'm one of those marketers pulling the crap. Okay, number two, find a fantastic realtor or real estate agent who can tell you all of the things after this top five list. You know, number six through number 245 of all the important things that need to happen in this gigantic transaction. You know, the person who's going to be orchestrating this entire deal, something of huge magnitude. Yeah. Find a bitch in realtor. Number three, realize that in high-priced areas, there are few top-producing and good agents who will lower themselves to get in the car with you and drive around on the weekend. God forbid they get themselves a little dirty and do some actual work to earn their commission. But it's true. The high priced agents, their whole goal is to get higher and higher up the ladder and not have to do that. Your scale, your purchase is in your sale. Well, not your sale, but your home purchase. It's so minuscule to them. They can't be bothered. In fact, they don't even advertise to you. That's the reason I started this podcast and started this revolution. Their entire marketing campaign, everybody's marketing in the whole real estate industry is, Betty sells Nashville, or no one sells Detroit like Ricky the realtor, or we sell for top dollar. Why go with anyone else? Okay, so let's think about that. What if you're the buyer and you don't want to pay top dollar? Will Betty and Ricky the realtor suddenly change their tune when you walk into the open house of the home that they're trying to sell? You know, that's the open house that they acquired because Mr. and Mrs. Seller have been seeing them on the bus benches for years, telling the whole town that nobody sells the homes for higher prices than they do. You really think they're going to be able to get you the best deal on that house? Something to think about. Number four, do some research. It sucks, but the entire industry markets just to sellers. So you can find gobs and gobs of information out there on the internet on how to sell your home for top dollar. But most of the information that you find out there that is for buyers, that's for investors. And again, that's people trying to sell and get people that are buying their second and third and fourth home to use them because they can make money off of them. The bummer is many realtors won't give you the time of day until you are very, very close to being ready to purchase a home. Till you're ready to buy. The entire industry decided that you don't make the money until you buy and they also seem to think that someday you'll figure that all that you need to figure out on your own because you've been doing it for years so they let you fend for yourself sucks doesn't it but that's why you're here let's get you a plan let's start the revolution all right number five did i mention research i'm gonna go back to it because it's important the biggest bit of research that you can do is to find yourself a killer realtor or get a referral to a killer realtor. And that person will be out there and help you in the planning stages. Someone will talk to you a year, two or three years out because like it or not, the realtor is the hub of this entire huge task. I know that's the way it is. They're the link to all the other people as you go through the transaction. So you need a ringleader, a PT Barnum with integrity, the <laughs> greatest showman. Can we talk about Hugh Jackman for a second? Seriously. That dude is Captain Musical. He hosts the Tony Awards. He sings and does Les Mithraab and all that stuff. Oh my God, I just rolled my R on that. Les Rab. And he's also Wolverine. He's my hero. Any dude who can pull both those things off, seriously, that's awesome. You got to get out there. Research. Go back and listen to the podcast episode where I tell you how to find somebody. Or get a referral for someone who can run this circus. Someone who cares about you so much. They want to help you years out so that you can save money, not make them money. Let me repeat that. You need to find someone who wants to save you money, not make themselves money. By stopping the rent cycle early for you, you're going to save some money. If a realtor wants to help you do that, instead of waiting for you to come to them, and especially waiting for you to come to them to their own particular listing, because what that means is they can double their paycheck for half the work. Cut their workload in half, double their paycheck while they're also trying to sell the home for top dollar because that's what they said. That sound like you're getting the best deal there? Do you see the way all this works? There's really some logic to this, but I'm really concerned a lot of you folks out there just aren't seeing this. And this is the real stuff. This is the stuff they don't want you to know because then you know they'd have to actually work. Boy, I sound really snotty today, but I am pretty pissed that this is what's happened to you. And what I'm more pissed about is that the whole picture is just not being explained to everybody. And if you take a look at the whole picture and you go back and you listen to the other podcasts on here, you're going to find out and you're going to see the way the industry sees you and how you need to come into this a little bit on the attack, a little bit on the offensive. Until you find that person that you know is in your corner. And as for the internet sites out there that are also really starting to get really aggressive right now, trying to tell you that you can get a deal. They've coined a new term. It's called an eye buyer." That too has some incredibly giant flaws that all it takes is just some basic logic. And you figure out the economics of who's really looking out for who. And you'll see that it's not possible as a buyer, especially a first-time buyer, to get a deal by going that route. But I digress. That's another podcast for another day. And who knows, maybe another list. That's the top five. Let's talk about what's coming up at some future podcasts. I'm really excited about this. I booked my first interview this week. I'm really stoked about this. It's going to be uh, it's someone that has got a great podcast and talks a lot about how to money and how to... That's at the name of the podcast. Oh, Did I give it away? We'll find out. We'll see if it actually works out. But it's a great guy. And they're experts in what they do. And they're really good at helping people figure out uh, some of the important things you need to figure out before you buy a home, like budgeting. I'm excited about that. What else have we got in future podcasts? That's up to you. This is your form. Ask questions, reach out. I'm here. Go to the website. Send me an email. Let me see if I can help. As of the end of May here in 2019, so far, we've helped some of the first-time buyers all over the country. We've got Hawaii, Atlanta, Virginia, Brooklyn. Brooklyn, what's up? Uh, Los Angeles. We've got the, the mountains of California. Uh, we had a first-time buyer that likes to call herself a second-time buyer. I think I talked about Gabby before. They're selling in Texas, and moving to Florida. And, oh, and we got someone else new from North Carolina, Faith. Faith and I were just emailing today. I don't know when this podcast gets out, but Faith, this is cheesy, but you got to have Faith. Hang in there. We're going to get through this, I promise. And of course, our star of the How to Buy a Home podcast, Jacqueline in Denver, closed on a house last week. I'm going to try to talk to her and let her give her some of the insights. So ask your questions. This is for you. And when it comes to lists, remember this fact from buying a home. There is no one correct answer to when's the best time to buy a house. Nobody knows when is the best time for you to buy a house until they know your personal, individual, and unique situation. So ask your question. You can ask it right here on the podcast, and I'll try to help you out and find out what's the best thing for you. Because remember, anybody that tries to tell you in one sentence or one bullet point or one quick, succinct little list what the best scenario for you is to buy a home without listening to you, without understanding what your needs are, that person is not helping or guiding or advising. They are selling. Let's recap my fantastic top five, which might've angered a bunch of you, but here we go. Number one, I wish I could wrap it all up in a top five list, but I can't. Sorry, it's just too big a deal. Number two, you need a super rad realtor. Number three, don't believe the hype of an area specialist who's more interested in selling homes and expects you to waltz in the door someday that they're listing. Number four, research. Get a referral, research some more. And number five, you need a ringleader realtor. By now, I hope you realize that I'm not telling you this because I'm trying to sell you on the importance of my role, my job, my place in society. Please, I don't care what my job or how important my job looks to uh, the public and how they see the realtor. I'm telling you this because of the lack of the importance that the entire real estate industry has put on you. The first-time home buyer. you deserve better. So if you want to keep getting these updates, make sure that you're informed and that you know what you're doing when you're moving forward and so you don't get ripped off and so you don't get screwed. You want to get pointed in the right direction for the biggest financial decision of your entire life, go ahead and subscribe right now. There's more information out there. Uh, David Sedoni, that's me. I've got a YouTube channel. You can just uh, search that. Uh, Some of you guys have found me on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I'm more of an Instagram guy right now, but what the heck. There is a Facebook page too, How to Buy a Home. Jump in there, tell me that you heard the podcast, and uh, you'll get invited in. The YouTube page is just starting. If you want to find some more, go to davidsedoni.com, click on YouTube, and you can subscribe there too. we got some good videos coming out. Just a little bit of some more content and different style for you. davidsedoni.com is where you're going to find everything that you need. Well, not everything you need. But hopefully, a whole lot of information that's gonna help you to buy a home. Well, I hope you enjoyed my completely facetious list. This episode was brought to you by the Caffeine and my Coke Zero. Thank you so much. Stay positive, stay focused, and know that there's at least one guy out here in the inner webs that really cares about what's going on with you first time buyers. And remember, you can do this.